flick off your jandals, crack a cold one from the chilli bin, chuck on some cans and enjoy a Kiwi take on all things Arsenal. Saturday afternoon means another episode of our Arsenal New Zealand podcast. I'm joined here um, by ever faithful preview podcaster, Corey down in Wellington. How's it going, buddy? Good, thanks, Michael. How are you up there? Big smoke. Big smoke is um, expensive on petrol at the moment. <laughs> well, I don't know that that's unique to the big smoke, but hey. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, that's what happens when there's wars and stuff. Yeah, things that, things are, uh, that are happening in Europe are, are starting to affect us over here, so... Um, other than that, I mean, the big smoke's just just trucking along, um, mounting COVID cases, and um, life is normal. I went to a football match, a live football match last night. Yeah, I saw that. Good stuff. Um, that was quite cool and quite exciting to be able to do. Um, awesome. Went to went to take in Auckland City versus Metro um, in the preseason friendly. Auckland City mm-hmm. won like seven 0 or something. So um, as you'd expect. Yeah, but it was it was pretty cool to actually stand on the side of a pitch and actually watch some football. So um, yep. quite excited about that. Um, stuff. Yourself, have you been up to much? Um, no, no, pretty because of this um, silly COVID thing, I've got to keep a pretty low profile and make sure I don't get it and all that sort of stuff. So I, I see a hammer on your table in the back there. You do. Have you been punching holes in the walls, mate? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Okay. We'll see how we go. It's early days. Yeah. We've still got a match to, to, to happen this week, right? We have. Um, so but uh, as, as usual, before we kick into our um, our preview, let's just have a, a, a brief few minutes to, to chat about our last match. And it, it was actually quite an exciting match, wasn't it? 3-2 against uh, Watford? Yeah, I think it was a good match for neutral. I mean, we didn't play our best, but there was... Obviously, a lot of good stuff, um, particularly going forward, but also a lot of stuff that um, Mikel can, no doubt, has and his team focused on on the training brand. Yeah, there, the, there last, was, the last few days, there were some patches of some really good football as well, and um, I suppose the, I think two of our goals were were product of those those patches. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it's it's good to see that you know we're not playing at our best, but still winning a match that you know admittedly it was against the bottom team but but they, they played pretty well that they did play pretty well and they're, they're fighting for their lives as well so it's um a little yeah. bit of e- extra on, on their side figuratively speaking figuratively yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> excuse me but yeah it was um it was actually quite a i was i was quite uh when i say i was really positive actually after the game i, I know the score line says 3-2, etc. But I thought we actually, we dominated that game a, a bit more than what the scoreline suggests. Um, yeah. We didn't put as many away as we should have, etc. But, um, and their, their second goal was just shonky defending, but a, yeah. a mistake or two at the back. But um, other than that, I mean, besides their, would you call it a worldie? That, that, that side oh, bicycle kick? I would call it a pretty, a pretty good effort. I don't it know if you pre- full worldie, but it was a pretty good, pretty good goal. Like, other than that, they didn't really put too much pressure on us. So, um, no, I, I was quite impressed with 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 what the lads turned up with. So, I mean, this week's going to be a bit of a a stiffer test, though, right? 
Um, Leicester. It will be a tougher test. Um, yeah. Two two form teams. Um, admittedly, you know we tend to do pretty well against Leicester historically. Um, they've got our favourite number nine ruled out, so that tends to benefit us as well. As well, he's got a bit of a penchant for scoring against us. Yep. Yep. So that's um that's taken out of the equation, which is good. So yeah. Interesting yeah. to see what happens. Uh, a, a Leicester without Vardy is always um, a quite a different team. Um, it is, but and and they are evolving and they have evolved, and you can see that we see the the style of players shifted over the last couple of years. I mean, you know, it doesn't take a rocket, rocket scientist to to work out, and I guess it's just as well because Brendan Rodgers probably isn't a rocket scientist, but he's but he's a pretty good. He's a pretty good manager, um, yep. and he knows that you know um, Vardy's certainly not getting any younger. So, you know, whilst three or four years ago, the five years ago when they won their their premiership, the team was based largely around providing for him. Yeah, um, they, they've got to move past that, and and they've they've done so. Yeah, well, I mean, if I'm looking at, um, I know you're saying on form that they're they're up there as well, but. Overall, I think they're sitting, was it 12th on the table? Um, quite a few points kind of behind us, but it, it is a bit of a, a log jam in that ninth to 14th sort of spot at the moment. So, um, uh, I mean, in, in theory, on paper, I think we'll, uh, we'll be walking away with the three points, but I think it's going to be a bit tighter than um, a bit more stressful. Than... We, learned, we learned in the previous game that yeah. the game's not played on paper. <laughs> if it was we would have won five now but, yeah. but we didn't yeah yeah fair enough fair enough so mm-hmm. like let's um it, it's it's hard to predict lineups again because we're, we're still waiting for i suppose um Mikel's kind of pre-match chat um i think that the only one we're kind of sweating on is tommy asu at the moment isn't it yeah and smith row um i, I wouldn't be surprised if Tommy asks who's on the bench and might see 15, 20 minutes at the end of the game. Possibly, I mean, we've got three games coming up in the next six days. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how he balances the squad, whether whether he puts Ben White at right back for a little bit of time, um, whether Tavares comes on. I mean, I don't know. But there's all sorts of options. And potential things there. We've got obviously the match against Liverpool in the middle. So, yeah, whether he sees that as an opportunity or a chance to give a couple of players a bit of, bit of a rest. Um, yeah, yeah, it's I, all in front of us to, to be seen. I think that that Liverpool match is um, it's one of our games in hand. So while I I don't want to throw it away as a um, a free hit sort of thing, which which I normally would do against, I suppose, a City and a Liverpool. But um, as it's one of the game, games in hand, I think it's actually quite important that there's a, a a positive, not just display, but a result kind of out of that because that potentially brings us a lot closer to to third and, and a, a bit further away from, I suppose, those in, that are chasing us, right? Yeah, and given that the two key chasers are playing each other, yeah, um, <clears throat> if they get a point each, then that, that works for us. If either one of them wins, then obviously if we can pick up some any points we get against Liverpool is going to be absolutely critical. 
yeah. and obviously again next week and again this week. Yeah. So, I mean, games in hand are great, but what you need is points on the board. you got to convert them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise it's nothing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I know we're, we're being quite repetitive here, but um, I think the the starting 11 was pretty much status quo. Like, it, it, it's a good thing to be saying that, that we're, we're not having to debate, like, players. I know there's a couple still kind of with that injury cloud or sickness cloud kind of maybe coming back, but I, I, would, I, I wouldn't change much, if I'm honest. No, no, I don't, I don't think there is. I mean, everyone seems to be getting into a good groove. Um, as I touched on earlier, it just becomes certainly over the next week, it's a question of workloads and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, obviously, Bukayo Saka's played a lot of football. Odegaard's played a lot of football. So, in particular, um, Thomas Party since he came back from his little holiday that he earned when he, after the AFC, <laughs> um, you know, he's he's logged up a lot of minutes. So, um, again, it'll just for me, it's just a question of, of squad management as much as I mean, the first 11 pretty much picks itself. Yeah. And injuries, fitness notwithstanding, in COVID. Um, so, yeah. M- more of the same, pretty much. I think so. I mean, it's, and, and you can see the way we're playing. The team's finally starting to pick up what Arteta's clearly been putting down. Yeah. Um, so, it should be a bit of a, you know, I guess build a bit of momentum. You know, don't mess with the structure too much. Don't change with the tactics too much. Obviously, you can see there's flexibility within the tactics, which is fantastic. And the players are really beginning to to, to dig it. So, do you, do you think what what we're seeing now is the the fruits of, um, I suppose, Arteta's mm, uh, stamp on on the team, and and he's actually got, I suppose, um, the players that he wants. Do you think that's kind of what we're seeing now is is Arteta's arsenal coming out? Yeah, and I think it's rather than, you know, players that he wants so much, it's people who could perform different types of roles. You know, he's he's got a way in how he wants us to play and a pretty clear vision, and he needs certain skill set sets amongst his players to be able to do that. Um having some flexibility and some players who can adapt to slight tweaks within that system obviously is really critical as well, you know, because as we've already seen, he's not just going to go, right, this is our structure, this is our system, that's it. It's, you know, he wants the players to get, I guess, the, the crux of what we're trying to do and within that, they've got some flexibility and some ability to, you know, in a dreaded commas, express themselves as the saying goes. I hate that saying, but anyway. No, yeah. it's not. It's and it, again, it'll be interesting to see when we get to the transfer window, the type of people that he brings in to replace um, the striker and and within midfield as well. Yeah, I, I was I was literally just and, about to to bring that up. Like, um, BBC are reporting today that uh, Arsenal could allow up to thirteen players to leave during the summer transfer window. I'd say yeah. most of them are probably already out on loan. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say there'd be any major surprises kind of in that group, no. to be fair. Um, I think Eddie or Lacazette. Yeah, but they're, they're saying that um, Arteta is about to make a decision on 
if he's going to offer Lacazette a new contract or not. Um, I, well, he said, I mean, he said in his press conference, you know, they're going to wait until the end of the season because yeah. what we need and what we can do is going to depend, is going to be dependent on what we need for next year in terms of where we are, are. We back to playing 60 games a season in the Champions League. Yeah. Or are we playing 60 games a season with the Europa League? Or the Conference League or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Oh, even for better in the Conference League, but yeah. 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 And and that'll have a big, I guess, input into what we need moving forward. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's quite a difference. Look, if I had, um, if I had the wallet and the, and the purse strings and I was in control of them, based on his performances, not just the last, like, I'd say two months, but this season and overall, I'd say that there's definitely like opportunity for him. I know he's not banging goals in, but he is actually, he's putting in a real good shift and he's supporting and he's, he's playing that false nine role like really well for us. When, when you say him. Like is it? Like is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if I thought you might've been talking about Nkidia. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, 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 not well, I mean, I think, it's, it's a question for Lacazette is, is as much about what he wants. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're not going to offer him 250 grand a week or whatever he's probably on now. Yeah. And, you know, we might give him another year. Maybe, I don't even know, I think we'd be mad if we gave him two years. And I think it's probably better for him to head back to Leon or wherever he's going to go and get his two or three year contract, probably on similar money to what we were offering, if not a bit more. Yeah. And he's going to play a lot more regularly. And And probably a a slightly um, less, let's say, physical demanding sort of competition, which means it might give him another year or so of earnings. The other other flip side of that is if we do get in the Champions League, excuse me, we bring in a a big name striker, which we're going to do regardless, and he becomes number two, number three. Plays the same role that he played with with Aubameyang when Aubameyang wanted to play football for Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's going to be an interesting, um, not just end of the season. He's going to get games. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting end to the season, um, regardless of what happens in these sort of contract situations. I suppose the 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 Chelsea situation in the last couple of days has kind of also thrown a few other spanners um, and hammers and everything else kind of out of the toolbox. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I mean it's a whole other podcast probably a whole <laughs> podcast series yeah. but I don't know that it impacts us so much I don't know that it impacts the players yet I mean you know yeah. there'll be some stuff that they'll have to do differently and whatever but that's fine they're still going to go out in the weekend and play football and they're still good footballers so they're not suddenly going to fall off a cliff in terms of what they're doing I, I, um, yeah, I don't think they're on the field it may even galvanise them yeah, I, I don't think their their on field performances will change too much, but it's the oh. um, there's a lot of noise. Um, like there's there's noise about administrations and all that sort of stuff. So um, how that how that affects it won't, points and tables and stuff like that. They won't be put into administration. They're going to be sold. On, well, that's what the government said. Okay, but th- that's positive. All the all the government's going to do is ring fence any proceeds from the sale. Yeah. Okay. Any other, any other funds from Abramovich. So yeah. Okay. As long as the money doesn't go back to him, um, they're happy for someone else to buy it. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, I guess the reality is that whoever buys it's not going to be another oligarch with probably not gonna, money. 
probably not going to be a Russian. <laughs> Literally all the money in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But again, that's another podcast. So um, circling back then, um, I mean, I, I know I know you, you love this part of our podcast. It's, it's the thing you live for every week. It's um, you sit there every at night, week. you're analyzing your performance and your, and your predictions and, and yeah, I'm pretty sure you've got a graph on your wall. I think I can see behind oh, you of, of all your wins and losses and stuff. Yeah. Where are you sitting? I'm sitting 2-1 Arsenal. 2-1 Arsenal, yeah? Yep. And uh, are you going to chuck in any names into the ring here? Lacazette, Smith Rowe. You reckon Luck is going to bang one and Smith Rowe? You reckon he's going to play? Well, <clears throat> if I keep saying Lacazette's going to score, eventually he's going to score. <laughs> one day you'll be right. And again, I don't know that he's going to bang one in. It might deflect off his right cheek, um, bum cheek or something. Who knows? But as long as it goes in, score a goal. he deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I reckon I reckon I might sit. Um, Jesus, uh, Vardyless on the fence. Vardyless. Oh, I'm going to go for a tense one nil to Arsenal. Okay. I'm going to go for a. Ninth minute, Bukayo Saka. <laughs> and then we're going to be sitting on the edge of our seats pretty much for 80 minutes um, because they're going to come at us and we're going to make a few Plus mistakes. obligatory five minutes of oh, yeah, yeah. time at the end. Yeah. So, but, but I think it's going to be a 1-0, but an early goal for us, I reckon. Um, okay. Nine, I'll, 10 minutes. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll take any win. I'll take either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know me, one's a one. Yeah. You know, if it's pretty or if it's um, comprehensive, that's a bonus. But three points is what matters. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Get out of there with three points, then come on down. 100%. And, and I think that's the, we're at that point of the season now where we need to pick up the points that we should be winning. Um, and this is a game we should be winning. So, um, yeah. not, not going to look we have so, been. Yeah, we have. And, and, and that's good. Like, um, even on the weekend, like in uh, a few games before that, like we we would have potentially lost one or two of those last couple of games that we've won. So um, yep. in the past, so now looking um, looking positive, just a win doesn't matter by how many this week. Just just get a goal, one goal. It's all about the points, baby. It's all about the points. Yeah. Um, well, on that note, mate, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you. Uh, taking out time of your Sunday afternoon for or Saturday afternoon for me. Um, Cheers, Mike. And uh, to everyone that's listening, thanks very much for tuning in once again. I just have to give one shout out to uh, Mr. Jonathan Rice, one of our members who is actually going to be at the Leicester game this weekend. Um, Fantastic. He flew over on Friday. We managed to sort him out a ticket. Um, and uh, he's, yeah, he's, I, I know where he's going to be sitting if you're, if anybody's over there, but um, yeah, good luck. Um, hope you bring me back so, something from the Arsenal, mate. And hopefully, he brings us back three points. Uh, three points will be perfect. More importantly, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a size large, um, but aren't we, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, um, awesome, man. Thanks very much, eh? Great stuff. Come on, the Gunners. <laughs>